Now, C.S. Lewis says this great thing, and I'm pumped to come around this Vision Builders theme this time of year. I love Vision Builders because it resonates. When I sat in the dinner on Friday night and I heard Pastor Phil speak and I saw those stories on the screen, I was grateful to have the opportunity because Vision Builders resonates with me. And this is why, this is what C.S. Lewis says. If I find in myself a desire which no experience in this world can satisfy. The most probable explanation is that I was made for another world. Now, friends, we are representatives of heaven, and we get to bring heaven to earth, and we get to partner with the great I am and bring our resources to partner with his strategies to reach our city and the nations. Amen? And so sometimes you're going to feel like um, things in the world don't resonate with you, and that's because you're not entirely of the world. You're, you're citizens of heaven with your feet set on the ground, carrying the heartbeat of heaven for the, circus, the world around us. Amen? This is who we are. You know, a key focus, this vision builders, is to clear the debt on this building. Pastor Phil sent an email particularly to all the location pastors and said, this is a focus for me. I want you to, um, I want you to share it across all the 10 locations in our citywide team. I want them all to know that clearing the debt on Silverwater is a high priority right now for us. And I, I, come on, let's thank God for that. Thank God we're a part of a team. We are better together. And, you know, I'm pumped about that because as we get free financially, we can continue to expand. We can bring on more staff. We can be more effective in reaching this part of the city. Uh, also, uh, we're going to have a fiber optic link between this location and our Oxford Falls location. And we're also going to have Day College here next year. Um, I just see that the footprint of Silverwater is becoming more and more significant. And it's been more and more recognized as a, um, a hub alongside our Oxford Falls hub. Oxford Falls and all her extension services, us here with all our extension services, there's a, a deeper footprint and a clearer recognition of the significance of what God is doing this place. It's very exciting to be a part of it. You know, I remember when we bought this building and it was a dynamic wrestle. Brett, you remember? Because you got in the, in the trenches and prayed with hearts a lot in that time. And it was interesting, and I believe it was so dynamic because of the future that we were walking in right now. And, you know, at the time, it felt very much like it was a stake in the ground for the kingdom of heaven in this part of Western Sydney. You know, we, we are right between the Auburn Mosque and the Silverwater Prison, right where Jesus would be if he walked the earth right now. Amen. And I'm grateful for this purchase. And I remember um, there was a lot of contention around it. Will we rent instead? Will we wash our hands of this building? Will we go to that building and buy that one instead? There was all this stuff circling around it. We, Hearts and I sat in the, um, the green room with Pastor Phil one day and he said, no, God wants us to have this building. And as he said that, that just resonated with me. And from then on, I couldn't entertain the idea of looking at rentals or looking at other places to buy. I just knew this was the place that God had given us on purpose for what is, that what is happening in this part of the city right now. It's so of God. I'm so confident of that. You know, as we come into Vision Builders this year, I want to remind us first of the Jesus factor. Now, in John eleven thirty eight, 38, it says, Now Jesus again, sighing repeatedly and deeply disquieted, approached the tomb. It was a cave, a hole in the rock, and a boulder lay against the entrance to close it. And verse 39 says, And Jesus said, Take away the stone. It was a cave, and a boulder lay over the entrance to that cave. 
But Jesus said, take away the stone. He calls a boulder, something that would have taken a small army of men to shift. He, he looks at the, pro, the boulder as soon as he enters the scene and he redefines the reality of what that is. And he doesn't confirm it is a boulder. Rather, he calls it a stone, a pebble to be tossed in the hand of God, to be skimmed on a lake, to be shifted and moved. The Jesus factor is when he enters the scene, he redefines the rules. He redefines the reality. It is no longer a boulder, something that I can't move in my human strength. Rather, it becomes a stone, a pebble to be tossed, to be shifted. This is the Jesus factor. When he enters the scene, he brings with him his miraculous power in Jesus' mighty name. And I would ask, and it says, and a boulder was lying against it to cover the entrance. Is it a boulder or is it a stone covering the entrance to your future? I pray there would be a miraculous shift in our perspective here tonight. And we would see those things that seem immovable, rather through the lens of Jesus as a pebble to be shifted, to be tossed, to be moved. You know, maybe your future looks like a cave, a hole in a rock, undistinguished, dark and dim. Let me tell you, Jesus is amazing in uncharted territory. In fact, he resurrected himself up out of a cave. He walked out of a cave. He defied death itself. And he walked up out of his own cave by the resurrection power that was alive in him. And in this particular story, he resurrects Lazarus back to life. He gets him up and Lazarus, his dear beloved friend, walks out of that cave. This is the Jesus factor. You know, sometimes the greatest miracle is the change in our perspective. It's not a boulder, it's a stone. We get liberated from our own sense of doom. It's going to be all right. And I want to tell somebody in this room tonight, it's going to be all right. And suddenly, a miracle is possible when Jesus enters the scene. You know, as vision builders, we are lifting up people's eyes to view their future with restored hope. This is the essence of vision builders. We're introducing them to the Jesus factor through the TV ministry, through the Beyond Community Mission um, um, Ministries and the purchase of buildings and C3 College training facilities. All of these are for the purpose to introduce people to the Jesus factor. And we're going to hear just one story tonight, the story of Sarkis. He's a new arrival. Um, he's come from Aleppo in Syria, and he's going to tell his story of meeting the Jesus factor. Ask me Sarkis, Syria, نحن كنا عايشين بسلام ما كنا نعرف بين المسلم والمسيح كنا عايشين مع بعض وبأمان تافيت أنه نحن مسيحية هن نسلام المتطرفين إن كان داعش أو جبهة النصرة بلشوا يقتلونا بلشوا يضربوا على المناطق اللي فيها المسيحية وفيها الجيش اللي كان عم يحمينا بهالفترة قررنا أنه نهرب من حلب لأنه ما كان فينا نعيش من كتر القذائف والأنص طلعنا على بيروت 
ضلينا فتره ببيروت اخذنا قرار انه نطلع لهون على استراليا لن نرجع ناسس حياه جديده مع ناس جداد كرمالنا وكرمال اطفالنا اولادنا تعيشوا بسلام وقت اللي شفنا انه الحرب طالت ما عاد في امل تنرجع على بيوتنا او على بلدنا قررنا تنجي على استراليا عملنا الطلب انا اول ما وصلت على بلابيستا ما ما كنت بعرف حدا ما كان لي اصحاب او معارف بالعالم وعلى الكنيسه بعدها تعرفنا على رندا هي رندا اللي ساعدتنا كثير 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 وعرفتنا على العالم وعلى الكنيسه عرفنا عليهم تدريجيا بس تعرفنا على العالم باول شيء ساعدتني الكنيسه بكل شيء لما كنت بوقت حرج وما بعرف عالم ما بعرف ناس هي ساعدتني بكل شيء ان كان بالمعامله ان كان بالسلوك او ب جابتنا على الكنيسة رندا عرفتنا على العالم كثير انبسطنا لأنه هالشهر اللي ضلينا ببيلابيستا ما كنا بنعرف حدا بعد الكنيسة عم تساعدنا بكل شيء لما نحن بنحتاج فينا نقول لهم هن عم بيأمنونا أمنوا لي تخت لأبني لأبسط شيء اللي كان عم بينام حدنا على تخت كبير جابوا له تخت صغير أمنونا لحد اليوم عم بيساعدونا وقت اللي نطلب ما بيقولوا لنا لا ما بيعرفوا كيف تيجيبوا لنا الغرض او يساعدونا وعلى طول بيسالونا انه شو بدكم كانت رندا ميك آه، ناتالي آه، كالي على طول بيضلوا يسالوا عنا وبيساعدونا معنا المسا... معناها الانسانيه الحب العطاء لما عم بيطلبوا مساعده هن عم بيلبوا بكلمه واحده هي اشياء كثيره وبتشكركم كثير بتشكركم وبتشكر اللي عم بيساعدوكم تتساعدونا اللي هو الشعب والمسؤولين تشكرون كثير كثير Awesome everyone matters and the Jesus factor restores dignity and hope and brings kindness and soul strength to people when they need it it's community coming around and we're so privileged um, that we have crossed paths with these beautiful people and Binada Um, resource them through new life and C3 cares. In fact, that cradle he's talking about is the cradle that my three babies slept in. And I asked Hartley to spray paint it for that family and give it to that family. And you know, it's so true, we are more blessed to give than to receive. Somehow, I feel so much more enriched in being able to give that cradle than them in receiving it. I can't really explain that reality, but you know what I mean? So much more blessed to give than to receive. Now 1 Chronicles 4:40 says this, and they found rich good pasture and the cleared land was wide, quiet and peaceful because people of Ham of C3 Silverwater 
had dwelt there of old and had left it a better place for those who came after them. See, vision builders are way makers for the kingdom of God. They go ahead and they make a way. Rich, good pasture, that is, they invest. They invest in the land and they cleared the land. That means there is a cost to be a vision builder. We're going to have to plough the soil and remove the large rocks and remove the scrub in order to clear that place for the future that is coming. We're making a legacy. We're building the future of the house of God. And, you know, the cost for Hartley and I means that Hartley and I double tithe. That is, we bring our tithe and then we bring actually over the tithe again every week in order to fulfill our vision builders commitment we have the privilege not just to tithe but also to bring vision builders alongside it and that has meant you know really um have making some conservative lifestyle choices not having the car upgrade uh you know uh, being a bit more cost effective on holidays um, and it, it means making, trimming the edges in order to honour the house of God. But the outcome of that is a wide, quiet and peaceful land. That's what the scripture says. That is the place that we're preparing. Because the people of Ham, that is the vision builders, dwelt there and occupied this place. They left it a better place for those who came after them. And there are a lot of parents in this room and I think all we want to do is prepare a better place for the children that come behind us. We, we even just personally, we want to leave an inheritance for them. We want to ease their way into the future. We won't, don't want them to have to pay the costs that we've personally had to pay. We want to lay a foundation for them. And just as much so in the house of God, we want to prepare a place and lay a foundation for those that come behind us. And this is how it describes David's mighty men in 1 Chronicles 12. And in my mind, this is how it describes you, the vision builders. I just want to remind us who we are, a great army of vision builders here tonight. And it says in verse 8 of the Gadites, there went over to David to the stronghold in the wilderness, men of might, men trained for war, who could handle shield and spear, whose faces were like the faces of lions, and who were swift as gazelles on the mountains. They handed, handled the shield and spear. They had faces like lions. That is an inner strength, a purpose, a determination. They were swift as gazelles. They were nimble. These mighty men of David, these vision builders, let me tell you, are head and shoulders above the crowd. You are the weight carriers. You are the outworkers of the kingdom of heaven on earth. Your sacrifice matters. Your giving matters and it makes a way. And I want to honour you here tonight. Remind you who you are. You mighty, mighty men and women. And it says in verse 22, for at that time day by day, men kept coming to David to help him until there was a great army like the army of God. And I believe like the army of God, the army of vision builders is assembling. I believe there are even children Children in our children's ministry who have a wealth-producing gift on their life that God is going to raise up and they're going to bring income not just for their personal household but for the house of God, for the extension of the kingdom of earth and they're going to know it from a young age and they're going to walk in that. They're going to walk with humility. God's going to give them strategies and they're going to walk in that authority from a young age. Teach them to tithe from a young age. Teach them to, um, to bring a cost before the Lord from a young age. 
Actually, it was really cute. I looked after the regular kids, the regular tribe this last week. I was so blessed because they are all saints. These children that were so, so well behaved. It was actually easier for me to look after the kids than to stay at home and look after my own. <laughs> because that meant cleaning and cooking and stuff. Well, cooking for Hartley, let's be honest. <laughs> all of that stuff at the same time. And I went there and they were gorgeous. And I saw Micah, Cleo's little BFF this morning. And she gave me a 20 cent piece. And she told me, this is because you looked after us this week. And I thought, that's adorable. You, you, you're giving at such a, you understand the principle of giving at such a young age. And then I said, is that your money? And she said, no, I found it on the floor. <laughs> so hilarious. I'm like, well, thanks anyway. Thanks anyway. This is great. It's very kind of you. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Verse 33 goes on to say, men not of double purpose, but stable and trustworthy. Stable, that is consistent, whatever the season or the test. And I want to acknowledge and appreciate that when we lift our hands up and agree to be a vision builder, that there will be a test, a contention in many cases around the fulfillment of the pledge, the landing of the pledge, because it is, it's like a brick that gets laid on a foundation, on a wall that goes up every brick as it lands every pledge as it's fulfilled is like the wall the establishment of the house of God coming brick by brick piece by piece together and it's significant because we are in a war friends we are in a battle for the salvation of mankind and when you put yourself on the battle line and you agree to take a brick to take a stake to make a place many times there is a contention but there is also a grace and a strategy that God will give you even even in the midst of the test, even in when your faithfulness and your longevity and your ability to fulfill the commitment is tested, there'll be a grace that comes as you look heavenward. There'll be strategy, new streams and strategies that will flow to enable you to fulfill that pledge in Jesus' mighty name. They were ones that were trustworthy, aligned and loyal. And the scripture says they were not of double purpose. Now, I believe the wrestle for our place in the kingdom and the outworking of our call, our fruitfulness is in our heart. That is the battleground for the vision builder. Will I give? Some of you are still questioning in your hearts, even in your seats tonight, how much will I give? Will I give what is comfortable? Will I tell God what I'll give? Or will I allow the still small voice to speak to me and tell me what he would give through my life? We have an opportunity for a comfortable, safe, contained outworking of his call. Or we can ask him, will you push back the parameters of your call on my life? Will you speak through my life? Will there be a sound of heaven coming through my life? There is an opportunity to ask him, what would you give through my life? What would you pour out through this earthen vessel? Ask him, let the voice speak, this vision builders. Don't be contained. I am praying for clarity for each and every one of you. you there is a peace that comes when you know you've settled on his figure and you got his number and not your own. There is a deep soul satisfaction that is found in obedience and you'll never taste of it unless you find that place of submission, a contrite heart under him, yielding to him, the great I am. You know, this is not equal giving, it's equal sacrifice. It's ultimately equal obedience. If we could just take our part place and play our part, 
And it says in verse 38, all these being men of war arrayed in battle order came with a perfect and sincere heart to Hebron to make David king over all Israel. And all the rest also of Israel were of one mind to make David king. They arrayed in battle order. They took their place rank by rank, person, position by person. And as we all take our appointed place, the net is strong. And we are ready to host God's purpose in this part of the city. They came with a perfect and sincere heart. They were of one mind, of one accord. I pray that we would be united in our obedience this vision builder season. And if I skip to a story of Solomon, a great builder of the house. Excuse me as I lay out the scriptures tonight. What I really want to do is give you strength. And nothing gives you strength like the scriptures. I could teach some, I could teach some beautiful philosophy here tonight. It might tickle your ears, but it's like serving fairy floss. When what I really want to give you tonight is some steak and potatoes or some tofu for those of you that prefer to eat that stuff. Emma, that's for you, girl. I've got you covered, girl. I want to nourish you tonight. I want to sustain you in the outworking of the vision, this vision builder season. So it says in 2 Chronicles 3.17, he erected the pillars before the temple. This is Solomon as he builds the house. One on the right, the other on the left, and called to the one on the right, Jachin, he shall establish. And the one on the left, Boaz, in it is strength. He shall establish. In it is strength. The pillars are significant. Kel, I want to ask you to stand as you rock your baby to sleep. Fabi and Jared, would you stand at the front? Brad and Mickey, will you stand? Patrick and Vivian, will you stand? The pillars are significant. They uphold the roof. And let me tell you, the roof of Silverwater is predestined to rise and get wider, to rise and get wider. The footprint and the foundations of Silverwater are broader than the eye can see. But we need the pillars to uphold the vision, to uphold the roof. And here's the thing, if you don't have to the right, Jacob, he shall establish. If you don't have the establishers, if you just have the strength without the establishers, if the establishers decide to sit and not uprise as a pillar, our, our roof would tilt and the vision would not be outworked in its fullness with all its complexity, with all its beauty, with all its strength. So we need all the pillars appointed. On the right, Jacob, he shall establish. He shall establish. She shall establish on the left Boaz. In it is strength, in it is strength, in it is strength. We need the pillars of the house, all appointed, all rising to uphold the, the vision in Jesus' mighty name. Can we thank our pillars? <clears throat> I'm going to finish with this, the process of breakthrough. I'm just giving you some truths tonight to sustain you as you walk out your personal vision builder journey because it is private actually. That, um, that number that you confess, that, that um, commitment that you make will ultimately be between you and the Lord and it's not going to be very often that we have a conversation. How are you going with your fulfillment? How are you going with the test? How are you going with the heat? Actually right now I'm setting you up. I'm giving you a tool set to navigate through the fulfillment of the pledge, the, the, the pathway that's before you. So I want to tell you about the process of breakthrough right now to equip you. It says in 1 Chronicle 14 2, and David perceived that the Lord had established and confirmed him as king over Israel. Now David perceived the Lord established and confirmed. Sometimes we want to do it all. We want to perceive, we want to establish, we want to confirm, we want to play God in our own story. 
But there is a part in our story that only God is meant to play. We've got to settle in and let the author finish his story. We perceive, yes, but the Lord establishes and confirms. He goes with us. Now, what happens is the story unfolds. The Philistines heard that David was anointed king, and they all went out to seek David. And it says in verse 10, David asked God, shall I go up? He asked God. David asked God. David asked God. David asked God, shall I go up against the Philistines? And will you deliver them? Will you? Will you? Will you? He asked the Lord. He invited the Lord in. He, he perceived, but the Lord established and confirmed. And will you deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said, go up and I will deliver them into your hand. David submitted to God's direction. The Lord set the course of action and it was clear the Lord would be the victor. And I want him to be the victor in your vision builder story. I want him to be the victor over... over um, C3 Sydney and our vision builders, this vision builder season. You know, how many times have we set the plan and in prayer told the Lord and expected his blessing and, and it all went the wrong way and then we grapple with God. Where were you? What happened? Why didn't you intervene? Why weren't you with me? So many times we default. We perceive. We want to establish. We want to confirm all in our own hand. But it is a, it is a dance with the great I am. We perceive. He establishes. He confirms. It's an um, interaction of us. We get to do a relationship with him. We get to walk it out with him. He'll speak to us. You know, Bono says... Stop asking God to bless what you are doing. Find out what God is doing and join in. It is already blessed. (laughs) I'm going to ask the band to come. And here's the origin of the term God of the breakthrough right here in the story. Sometimes we wonder, how do I get to breakthrough? How do I get breakthrough in my life? Well, David's just showing us right here in this scripture. He perceived the Lord established and confirmed. And this is what it says in verse 11. So Israel came up to Baal Perazim and David smote the Philistines there. Then David said, he gave honor back to God because he knew God had navigated his way. God has broken my enemies by my hand like the bursting forth of waters. Therefore, they called the name of that place Baal Perazim, Lord of Breaking Through. He is the author of Breakthrough. The origin of the term, God of the breakthrough, right out of the scriptures. It's a truth, a poignant truth for your story. If we perceive but allow him to establish and confirm in our story, breakthrough is the final um, outcome. Victory is the final outcome. And I play, I just pray this vision builders, I'm asking that the God of breakthrough would be evident in our personal finances, in our citywide finances, um, that our expectations and hopes would be superseded as the God of breakthrough partners with us this vision builder's season I want to be part of his breakthrough in this city I want to put my heart and my life and my finances and yield them to his sovereign vision for this city I want to write victory and breakthrough over the city of Sydney with the great I am this vision builder's season